Hello and thank you so much for downloading episode 484 of the Speak Life podcast. My name is Thomas Thurgood, media producer at Speak Life. And today we have a conversation that we recorded in our studio with Julie Smith, who is a church leader in Eastbourne, where Speak Life is based. And she has some exciting news to share about using our 321 course for those of you who don't know 321 is a digital self-serve evangelistic course that speak life has been working on in various forms for the past 10 years but we've just launched a new version of it you can go to 321course.com to use it and it can be used in all sorts of ways churches have been running it uh, in groups people have been doing it one-to-one with their friends and also also just sharing the link to it in WhatsApp conversations. So Julie has a really exciting story to share about doing 321 with a friend in, among other places, an Asda car park. Other supermarket chains are available. But I hope you enjoy this conversation and do check out 321 for yourself if you haven't done so already and do pass it on and let us know how you've been getting on with 321 you can email info at speaklife.org.uk i will hand straight over to julie and glenn welcome to speak life my name is glenn i'm here with julie smith who's a church leader here in eastbourne do you want to introduce yourself to people i'm julie and i'm a church leader here in eastbourne fantastic (laughs) And you love Jesus, and you want people to kind of meet Jesus. Um, and you've been experiencing the three, two, one course, which we've been, we've been developing here at Speak Life. So for those who actually haven't done the course, they don't know the course, they've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. This is a good exercise because I'm always having to like explain this to new people. How do you go about saying what even is three, two, one? Okay, so I describe it as like a. It would be like a step before Alpha. A lot of Christians know what Alpha is. So 321 is like the step before Alpha. Um, It's really clear, eight videos, 12 to 15 minutes long, um, on your phone, with questions, with a whole community feel around it, with the whole like invite into the Discord group and those sorts of things. Um, So when I shared this as a medium I was able to say I'm using it currently on a one-to-one we've also tried it in a group setting it feels really accessible it's something that I think your families would enjoy love that okay and what what is it that's accessible about actually so okay the platform itself is accessible and it's very sort of digitally native um but having like opened up on your phone and you press play on the video what is it about the video that is engaging people oh man it is so the quality is outstanding there are some resources and I'm sure we all know the ones that you press play and you think oh I don't really want my friends to see this there is nothing cringy about three that should be your tagline there is nothing cringy nothing about cringe. three two one okay yeah cringe um, free cringe free evangelism <laughs> I like that but it is it's such good quality that it is something that should be promoted because there is nothing that you wouldn't want people to see about it one of the philosophies behind it is um There are lots of resources. We totally believe in biblical evangelism, getting people down into the word. But what's what can be tricky about that is that Christians are used to looking at a book 
and being able to figure out why sentence one leads into sentence two and what the what the therefore is therefore yeah. and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. But like we're really used to that, and I totally believe in biblical evangelism. But what we want to do is kind of paint a biblical worldview that's panoramic, so that we immerse people in a story. Yeah. And then because it's a story, everyone, the Christian who's doing the course, the non-Christian who's doing the course, everyone is on an equal footing because episode one, you're on a space station or, you know, episode three, you're in World War Two or episode seven and it's football analogy. Episode eight, it's a marriage analogy and, and everyone's kind of immersed in the story. And I think stories kind of communicate with people who aren't used to text-based yeah. stuff. Did you find that? Absolutely. And I think we are faced more now with a generation where dyslexia is far more prevalent, ADHD, autism spectrum disorders. So actually, sitting and watching a screen is familiar. Yes. And it doesn't mean I have to, I have to try and learn a new skill in order to access this. Yes. It's, it's just there in a format that I, I know and I, I'm comfortable with. Yes. So, yeah, brilliant. And we love telling stories because with a story, you're immersing someone in a, in a new world in a way that you know, I'm not going to tell you 17 points that all begin with P. <laughs> But I, I am going to narrate this strange new world and everybody's inhabiting it. And then you start asking the question, were you this character? Were you that character? Were you the other mm. character? And I think everyone is used to that in a way they might not be used to sort of textually based yeah. expositions. And all. But also that's what draws people in. So it's not you don't just watch it and then go, oh, I'll, I'll click that off then because you're invited into, well, where would you fit? Yeah. Who would you side with? Where do you feel more? Uh, who do you lean more towards? Which makes it then, it feels like you're, you're doing an activity rather than just coldly watching something. Can you say a little bit about the needs that you see that 321 has served? Why, why has 321 been a good fit for how you're trying to share Jesus? Okay, so for me, I would not call myself a natural evangelist. Uh, so the 321 videos gave me a platform that was really accessible so we tried to use 321 with a group of people um, but the group of people were had slightly chaotic lives and actually we found that a commitment to a certain day at a certain time in a certain place just was not going to work but of course 321 you can do on your mobile anywhere in fact we did the first video sitting together in Asda car park okay so it just it made it something that, and eventually the lady that I did the whole course with, she would watch the video on her phone at home, I would watch it on my phone at home, and then we would chat about it. We would either WhatsApp or we would voice note, um, and it meant that it was really, really, she could get it whenever she needed to, and it yes. didn't have to be in a certain place at a certain time with her life organised around her. It just meant that it was there when she needed it. And because it was on a digital platform, was that any kind of a barrier? Like, you have to kind of give your email in and, like... Create a it didn't password. seem to be with the people we've, we've used it to, no. They've yeah. all been more than happy to sign up to it. So there you are in Asda Car Park. Okay. Are you in the driver's seat? <laughs> I'm in the driver's seat. In the She's driver's in the passenger seat. seat. She's in the passenger yeah. seat. You have it on a, a phone? Yeah, on my phone. Okay. Yeah. And you hit play. Yeah. And, and how is she reacting to it? Uh, she was mesmerized. Hmm. In fact, this woman doesn't stop talking. She's absolutely fantastic. But we both just sat in, enthralled, I guess, by what was going on. And then we're able to talk about the questions at the end. Okay. Um, and it was brilliant. And she just said, well, from this one, I can do them on my own. Yes. Fantastic. So, so she was given the confidence to take it away. And then in what kind of settings would she do episodes two, three, four and, and the rest? Uh, when her kids were in bed. 
Right. Or when they were at school and nursery. Yes. So when she just had time on her own. And I think because they're, you know, 12, 15 minutes max, it doesn't feel like you've got to set an evening aside. Right. It's just, it's accessible for that moment in time because the, the, the baby might wake up crying, but you've managed to get it done. So it worked, it worked solo for her. And it worked for you, like, as when you did it together, episode one, there were some questions. Yeah. Did the conversation flow? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Okay. It did. And they were good to bounce off each other. And I tried when we were watching them apart to make sure that I said, what about the questions? What did you think? What did you, you know, so it, we're trying to pick it out with her as well. Okay. So give us a sense of where your friends are kind of coming from as they begin 321. And then we'll think about, you know, where, where it left them at the end. But the, where, where were they sort of spiritually speaking? And so this thing. particular person had no idea about anything. Okay. So I'd started some conversations with her um, and she just kept saying, but why didn't I know this? Why Why didn't anybody tell me this before? Right. Like creation, had no idea. Okay. Dropped out of school quite young, just didn't had know. Had no idea that God made the world? No. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. he did, but it right. clearly right. hadn't been a conscious thought. Yes. So some of the questions that you posed in the videos were like, oh, I've never really thought about that. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know, I'd never, I'd never given any conscious thought. So really from absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, through one of the videos, um, she said, I now know why they did bl- um, bread and wine at school. I had no idea what that meant. So even though she'd been involved in and had seen some of those practices, yeah. didn't know what they meant, yeah. didn't know what they were grounded in. It joined the dots. Yeah, though, totally. In lots of ways. Yeah. And so, so even though she didn't really know anything about Christianity, the Bible, um, Episode one, still, she was able to kind of latch onto some things yeah. and, and, and figure she out. Found, she found the... the I think they built. So the first couple were a little bit, I can't remember, I think she used the word random, like, ooh, it was a, they were quite big concepts yeah. to get her head round. Yeah. But they grounded her then. So as we got through towards the end, it's like, oh, I'm more comfortable with this language. I'm more comfortable with the pictures. I'm more comfortable with what where this is pointing yes. because it had started. And I think part of the philosophy behind the first episodes being like very grand is that if people don't have an, any understanding of Christianity, at least we're get, everybody is all at sea. Because in episode one, we just sort of launch into, you're on a space station <laughs> and you've woken up with no memory of why you're there. And at that stage, everybody is equally yeah. kind of <laughs> cut, yeah. cut adrift exactly. in, in, in space. And yeah, and so, you know, welcome, welcome to the weird, basically. And then, so she's doing these episodes in in her spare time she put the kids to bed she's got some time is she kind of like whatsapping you is she like reacting yeah yeah Yeah, really like the last one okay anything from it no i just really liked it and sometimes there was nothing like more um and i guess not being there with her meant i couldn't go through the questions yeah but she did it and she would then watch the next one and she'd say i've watched it have you watched it oh no i haven't done that yet and i needed to catch up because she was ahead of me at one point (laughs) she was two videos ahead of where i was so it was like okay did she binge or was it kind of pretty spaced out pretty spaced out okay okay so she did it within like four weeks or how long did it take maybe yeah four or five weeks something like that okay and then she gets towards the end of three two one and what's what's her reaction um she's picking up the pace she's watched them more regularly um, and then she messaged me and said, I've watched the last one. Hmm. And I said, okay. And she said, well, it was really good. I like the picture of the marriage. And I said, and? And she said, well, I guess we're family now because I've prayed the prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Wow. I guess we're family now. I guess we're family now. I love that. I love that. Because that's, that's a big part of 321. Like, if, if God is a father loving his son in the joy of the spirit, you're invited 
so that absolutely what you're invited into is a family. Jesus is extending the family. That's yeah. what church is. She had that kind of understanding. That's what hit her. Wow. Wow. And and how have things been since then? Amazing. We haven't actually managed to meet yet. We're meeting this week. Um, but she's saying, oh, I've chatted with Jesus this morning and I was really worried about this. So I talked to my mate Jesus and he said it's all <laughs> going to be OK. And so it just feels very natural for her. She's yeah. just carrying on. And what do you think would serve her and what would serve you best from this point, having done 321 together? Because we're always trying to think about how to develop these resources. Like what, what, what would best serve you? What would best serve her? Um... I think ultimately, like you said in 321, we now, it's about grounding people into a church family because it's very easy um, once we've started with this massive, yay, this is brilliant. If we don't get grounded in, that can be really hard. But I think now it's looking for discipleship resources for her that are going to meet her where she is. Um, The video format works really, really well. Um, But bearing in mind that she knows absolutely nothing, discipleship's going to look like, okay, we really are starting with the basics, which 321 have covered but actually how we grow in that is yes. really important now. Yeah. And so looking back at 321, why, why do you think, what, what was its benefit to you and what was, it be, what was its benefit to her? Well, it had an unexpected benefit. I, didn't, I had assumed that we would manage a group. I had assumed that it would be a, a platform that we would use and we would all sit around together and then we would have good discussion about it afterwards. I just hadn't expected it to be so useful on a one-to-one. I would still love to do the group because I think there is something really special about that connection with people in the same room, hearing the same thing, learning from each other. I also think in a group where we've got, I've got some new believers who want to learn how to disciple others, actually for them to be able to facilitate the conversation of the questions is really good, but they haven't got to learn all the material to stand up and do the talky bit. Do you see what I mean? Yes. So the talky bit's done for us, but actually new believers or new people who want to grow new skills can actually just field the questions and that's a really good way of learning those those sort of leadership skills um but the unexpected thing was just how good it was on a one-to-one yeah just brilliant a lot of that is to do with friendship and church and and doing life and applying what we've learned when the kids are screaming and the bills are stacking up and the chaos has come so where's jesus in the middle of that right right it has to be applicable because he is so in the middle of all of that. Yes. But if we don't plant him there through doing life with people, then he'll just stay on a phone or he'll stay up here. And I have to go and talk to Jesus where opposed to I'm, he's here, he's with me, he's in it now in the midst of this. Right. I love that. And that because digital evangelism is not a replacement for life on life discipleship no. and just the mess of, of sharing life with other people. It's just a tool that we're already using for every, every other aspect of life. Your phone is a tool that's helping you do everything else. And so this is not to replace the, the friendship yeah, and just the can't. walking alongside people. We need, we need Julie Smiths. <laughs> Everybody needs a Julie Smith in their life. But uh, yeah. yeah. What can I say? Who <laughs> wanted me to go around? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. And that's, yeah, that's going to really help us as we, uh, as we try to just, we try to equip people. Digital evangelism is not something off in the ninth dimension no it's just it's just a tool it's like a little pocket of seed that you can go out and scatter and away you go yeah Yeah. but you need to scatter it and then pick up what comes from it yeah if we just scatter it without that relationship right actually we'll get people who've gone yay and then they fade right so it's about picking it up afterwards as well brilliant so what would you say to people if uh, they were considering doing three two one do it 
watch it for yourself, get to know the material and then share it, share it far and wide. In fact, I've already shared it with a national group that I'm a part of, that I have a franchise for down here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they're all using it as well. Oh, good on you, Judy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Three to one ambassador. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Gold star for Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> well, and if you, you guys want to use 321 at home, go to 321course.com. And the best thing is, like, use it yourself, love it, and then you WhatsApp it to your friends, and then maybe do it in person. But it's a resource that, uh, that you can share Jesus far and wide with. Thanks, Julie. Excellent. Excellent.